listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. So, in traditional one of us.net fashion, to review the harrowing and very common story of a young woman trying to gain control of her own body. It's four dudes. What's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad we just got that out in the open. Like, You're welcome, yeah, right America. off the bat. This was not intentional. Yeah, it happened. One. We have no qualifications. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't mean to mansplain this movie to you, but it's going to happen, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we are reviewing the HBO Max film Unpregnant. My name is Davey, and with us we have Trevor. Hey, what's up, everybody? And we have Luane. Hey, how's it going? And we have Doggett. Doggett. That's almost a greeting. <laughs> so, he's like so stationed in Bill and Ted's Haley. Bogus Journey. Doggett just says <laughs> yeah. his own name. Yeah, that works. It's like a Pokemon. Yeah, uh, it's, it's my cute Hodor thing. You'll be surprised how much it works. <laughs> Does it work? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So this movie stars Haley Lou Richardson and Barbie Ferrer... Ferrer... Ferrer, but there's an I in the middle. That sounds right. Haley Lou Richardson and Barbie Ferrier as two teenagers in the middle of Missouri who are around 17. Well, Haley Lou Richardson's character, Veronica, is 17. And she finds out that she's got a bun in the oven, and so she has to... Get it not in the oven. There's abortion. An she's getting an abortion. You would say, yeah, yeah. She's getting an unpregnancy. This movie's very. It's a little. It's a little twee with like talking about the serious stuff. So I'm trying to reflect that. But no, she's she's trying to get it sucked out of her. But she can't do that in Missouri because she is 17, and none of the clinics in that state. You could just will... say because it's Missouri. <laughs> yeah, it's Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, you, you could fill in the rest. <laughs> they passed through Texas. Guess what? They didn't stay in Texas either. Yeah, they had to go yeah, all the way to fair. New Mexico to find a place yes. that would enable her to do it without where, parent, where parental notification. people were doing, doing blue meth outside the hospital, they had to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their limo driver was the one selling it. Yeah, so it's, so it's a road trip <laughs> comedy of these two young women who used to be friends and haven't been friends for a while because one of them's all popular and one of them's interesting and they have to drive across the country in a stolen car and meet wacky characters along the way and learn a little bit about themselves and the, and each other and what it means to be a young woman so what do we think of this guys interesting is a rather wacky way to describe one of these girls i think you mean the word a goddamn troublemaker yeah that's what i said <laughs> fun 
the uh, the thing about this, I caught a trailer for this a while back, and when it came up on our request list, I immediately jumped on it, and then realized it was on HBO, which I don't have. Oh no! So I got HBO specifically so I could watch and review this film. Aha! Uh-huh, your wallet got impregnant. That's dedication. <laughs> well, I'm still in the trial, so we'll see. Um, but no, seriously, when I first heard about this movie, I'm like, all right, I got to see this because I want to see how it's done. Because, I mean, it's meant to be a silly road trip. I mean, they put comp- you to sleep and then they, like, do the procedure. That's kind of how it's done. Well, that that in and of itself. But, but like, the movie itself. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're, we're all being silly about this and the movie's kind of silly about it. But at the end of the day, it, it really is about something pretty important, particularly for this girl who suddenly lost all bodily autonomy as soon as she found out she was pregnant and didn't want to be. And so it was interesting. I wanted to see how they were going to do that with this movie using a road trip comedy premise. You know, and I think, I, I think it works really well too. I'm a sucker for road trip movies, which is why I signed on for this, not necessarily understanding, um, that this would be a very uh, pregnancy-focused story, which is not a world that I am firsthand familiar with. I don't have any kids, and I myself uh, am not able to bear children. But uh, one thing I do want to... Like, this is a movie about abortion. This is a movie that has uh, abortion disgust. This is something that, like... 20 years ago, when I was still a good practicing Catholic in high school, probably would have bothered me. And that's something you're just going to either have to sign on for or decide it's not your thing. I know it's a touchy issue. Um, But for me, it was fun. It was funny. It was a unique perspective that I, you know, have not seen a lot of, which is refreshing. And for some reason in this, it, it is a slower road trip comedy but everything in it seems strangely plausible. Um, usually we get into like really wild, you know, you think about a movie like Sex Drive or you think about a movie like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle where it's a road trip buddy comedy, but things go really off the rails. Things go off the rails here, but they go off the rails in very, pre- well, not necessarily predictable, but Organic believable ways. ways. And I think that adds to yeah. the stakes of the movie and helps with the buy-in. Well, that's a that's a very long way of saying that this movie is going to be a classic uh, because <laughs> this is a fantastic road trip movie. Just like you, I love road trip movies. I love the road trip episodes in the Family Guy sh- stupid show. I love this shit, and it really, it, it's it really comes down to if you're going to like the people you're with, and this movie finally reintroduced the way to do a how do i put it i don't want to say she's a piece of shit but um <laughs> the one friend Bailey. the girl from euphoria um yeah i completely yeah. understood why she'd abandoned her too they they yeah. they don't belong together until they do and it requires both of them to get readjusted to what the other one is like now because we do get to see their earlier life when they were still super best friends. And they really were genuinely good friends. And it's a weird contrast when you look at the Veronica character and her her friends now that she's in high school. 
And you can see why they aren't friends anymore. But they probably should be. Yeah. They make each other better throughout the course of the movie, which is, to me, one of the one of the best joys of, I mean, any buddy film. But this film in particular is seeing those characters grow in, in the small and incomprehensible ways. And I think a lot of that is due to the performances. I signed up for this exclusively because I really like Haley Richardson. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's in this. I'll watch this. But it sounds like you guys all liked it. Because, I, I I mean, I enjoyed this movie. I had a good time with it. But it sounds like you guys liked it a lot more than I did. And maybe that's... I don't, maybe that's on me for not appreciating how somewhat still kind of radical and against the system a film like this is. But all, all the conversations in it, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's normal. Because I've been having those conversations with people and... There have been stuff like the sex education episode about abortion or the crazy ex-girlfriend storyline about it or films like Never Rarely, Sometimes, Always. It doesn't feel as taboo to me watching it, which is definitely a good thing for the state of the world, I would argue. But I don't know. I find it really interesting that y'all have come away with it, come away from it with a little more reverence for what it's trying to do than I think I initially had. I think I may have misled you. Okay, I, I understand uh, abortion is a really important topic, and I fully respect that, and I, I, I'm glad that this is what that the movie's about. I can kind of, that's kind of secondary to what's going on in the movie for me, because I think any, this is a road trip movie where it's gonna, it, it could have been maybe anything, oh, I gotta go to a funeral, somebody special, whatever, whatever it is. It was gonna be important, I don't know. I like that it's here. But it's mainly the friendship between these two girls that's like carries the entire movie, and how how, um, how natural they are together. Like just even just a scene of them dancing together or their 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 stupid nerd shit. I love their nerd shit. Yeah, it's really interesting because part of the things that they bond over are not things that you would expect to see in a traditionally post millennial coming of age story. You know, the girls are really into science fiction and. Things like that. And I think that's a breath of fresh air is to see uh, female characters, especially female protagonists being human, going to the bathroom, doing embarrassing things like uh, we get a hit of that in this. And it's it's really uh, once again, it's just refreshing. It's not the same thing we've seen over and over again. And just that slight perspective shift just makes it so much more worthwhile. And I agree. I think the performances here uh especially from um, Haley Lou Richardson, uh, who I actually, I had not been familiar with, and uh, Barbie Ferrier, I'm sure I'm saying her name wrong, so I'm just going to blow it up. We've said it like eight different times this review, it's okay. Yeah, and we were We're just talking on on, uh, a podcast I do with my friend Matt Foster, who is also on Screener Squad. Uh, We were talking about Bill and Ted uh, last week, and how that entire series works, because these two main characters are just so damn likable. You put two other actors in there, it's not going to work as well. I Absolutely. think it's the same here. I think we see a lot of the same pedestrian kind of beats. I think you can get ahead of this movie if if you want to try and outthink it, but really it's just really charismatic, really fun, and what these girls have on Bill and Ted is these girls are whip smart. And they can throw some shade, they can bicker, and uh, 
<laughs> some of the insults are just you're going to be quoting this one for a while. How um okay, there's a scene in this movie. Okay, so there's two specific scenes in this movie that kind of elevate it past other road trip movies for me, which is there's one with that kind of kind of challenges the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's uh, uh, Will's dad moment because that almost had me in tears. And I love I love that moment. That that's where I like this movie the most yeah. when it goes a little serious. But keep going. That's a good moment. But the best moment is when it turns into a Jordan Peele movie. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is. Where it was genuinely yeah. terrifying. Because you didn't know where this is going to go. It's like, oh, is, is this only, this, this isn't that long in the movie. Oh, this, is this what the movie turns? Is this like Midsummer? Yeah, I was, I was actually a little unnerved yeah, about it, that too. It, I'm like, don't go in there. I mean, really, this, this isn't going to, it can't end well. And by the way, surprising star turn there. Who, like, where has Breckenmeyer been? <laughs> It's like, oh, Brecken Meyer, I haven't Growing seen this guy in forever. And he's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think overall I they were all pretty positive on this film, it sounds like, it to varying degrees. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely I at least I feel like I'm the least positive because like I like Trevor, you said something that like we're gonna be quoting this movie, and I watched it two days ago and I no, I watched it yesterday and I really could not tell you any line or specific thing all i can remember is some of those really interesting scenes and it's not necessarily fair to compare it but when i think to a film like book smart like there are still moments from that movie that me and my friends are quoting a year down the line you should watch this with all your female friends and see how many quotes you're going to end up coming out coming out of it i can't hang out with people right now is, we're in the All apocalypse. Right, well then give... That's why everything's coming out on fucking HBO. Okay, die alone. I'm already going to do that. I'm 22 and do podcasts. I know, I'm just calling the eight ball shot. Oh boy. <laughs> sounds like it's about time to wrap up. Let's go ahead and head into our final thoughts. Uh, Doggett, the person who has apparently know the exact date and method of my death, would you like to go first? Go to a doctor. Anyways... Uh, this movie is uh, is something I'm gonna rewatch a lot. I think there's there's so much to enjoy here, and there's you gotta you gotta appreciate a movie that uses its resources to the best of its ability. Because this this doesn't look like an expensive movie, but they use their sets so well, and everything's lit pretty well. So for this, I'm not gonna go too extreme. I think I'm gonna give this a strong nine out of ten buckshots. Trevor? At the end of the day, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny. The biggest hurdle it's going to have to come over is whether or not the person watching at home has a bugaboo about abortion. And, folks, it's a thing we're talking about. It's a thing that's happening. It happens every day. Uh, whether you support or like it or not, there is a message for you here. Uh, you just have to be comfortable confronting some of those conversations, which is a lot of what this movie is about. And I think it's all very effective on that. I think all the performances are great. We had Giancarlo Esposito pop in for like a quick uh, little small but pivotal role. Um, it's really fun. I think I'm going to give this uh, 9 out of 10 pretty lesbians. Okay. Which you always <laughs> well, take the ride with the pretty lesbian. Yes. That sounds weird coming out of me, but that's... 
in in the movie it makes so much better sense. It has some Charlie yeah. Stone vibes. Yeah. All right, Luane. Okay, calm down, guys. The, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, like I said, I watched this with my teenage daughter who also wanted to see it, and she loved the hell out of it because she she is those kind of girls. She is nerdy, and she likes sci-fi, and she recognizes the, the type of things they deal with when they deal with everybody else in the rest of the world. Um she also liked the sexy lesbian, so there's that as well. Um, there is a moment heading into this third act where the girls are walking train tracks and Veronica just finally loses her shit and goes off on what is effectively the thesis of this movie. And it was sort of interesting to watch that happen because she spent most of the movie almost avoiding saying the word abortion or or even really... Mm-hmm. objectively confronting what she's doing. And it was interesting to see that because it also felt organic. And and you don't always see that when you're dealing with something that that has a serious undertone to what's going on. I mean, again, we're talking about abortion. You know, it's a funny road trip movie and all that stuff. Um, so it was kind of nice to see that. But anyway, this is well beyond the, the final thoughts. Um, this is a really good movie. And when you hear people telling you how terrible this movie is, they're full of it. They're lying. They have an agenda. This is a genuinely good movie. And some people just won't be able to get past it because of the fact that it features abortion. This movie is 4.75 out of five Klingon words. I think it's important also to uh, contextualize it. It's getting, uh, great ratings on the tomato meter and there are uh very worthwhile sure email critics out there that are writing about this film you need to seek out those perspectives that'll give you a better perspective on this i know melanie mcfarland wrote something for salon amy nicholson wrote something for variety uh leah greenblatt wrote something for entertainment weekly seek these out uh because we are obviously one uh portion of the of the population and ours no but i'm i'm speaking more specifically about the the one star imdb reviews that basically literally just go on about a movie about murder so that's the type of stuff i'm talking about that's that's an agenda yeah no and and you know all those people would be first in line to see john wick chapter four a movie about actual murder Well, to be fair, the John Wick has better fight scenes in this movie. Let's, but but there's better acting in this That's one. That's true. That is true. Uh, I I do feel a little bad because I think the biggest thing that kept me from loving this, like y'all did, is I just didn't find it particularly funny. I liked the performances. I liked a lot of the scenes. Like when it got more emotional or when it got more serious on the topic, I really dug it. When it got weird, I absolutely loved that. Everything with the piece of absolute shit boyfriend is really good stuff. And it's, it's, it's charming, but it's not necessarily, I'd never found any of it funny. I found it just more flat out interesting, um, almost in a dramatic sense. And I think that's where this movie and I don't totally meet eye to eye, but that's just a taste thing. This movie completes what it sets out to do so well and talks about these things in a non-serious and non-pretentious preachy way. 
I might have liked it a little bit more if it was a little more pretentious and a little more preachy, but that's on me and that's not on the film. And I can't hold it against the film for that because the acting is good, the writing is good, what it's trying to do and what it has to say is good, and it all comes together really organically. Um, I'm going to give this 7 out of 10 stolen cars. And now I feel like a bad person because you guys all liked it a lot more well, than I, mean, I did. Point, though, <laughs> uh, we were all over the hump, though. I mean, nobody I mean, hates, none of us hate yet. this movie. Yeah. 